Hey guys, this is Maquita Danielle of Polish Pistol and you have reached my podcast. Life things. Here we talk about the things that happen in life, whether it be ups or downs or moments in our lives that feel like they're going sideways. Most importantly, here we are safe, here we are free and authenticity is the name of the game. Dude, I have a podcast. <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah yeah all right so just because it let me check the oh we've been on, oh we've been on for a little minute okay uh-huh. <laughs> all right so i'll i'll wrap up but i do want to ask a question um about a couple of things that you have going on but i also want to go back because one of the questions i was like i'm not sure how i feel about talking about it but now that it's come up in terms of dating i want to talk about that <laughs> the importance of self-care with the significant other. So let me state why I'm bringing it up. Um, it was asked by like my therapist. So like she's, I think it came out early on that like self-care was not a priority. Like mm-hmm. maybe mentally it was like, ideally it was, but I wasn't actually applying it to my everyday life. So she's like, so what does that, what does self-care look like for you this week? Right. But one of those things was like spending time with someone else and just allowing that like care and love to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, that was self-care. So I want to know your perspective on that. What does that look like? Self-care while dating? Yeah. Yeah. I am almost probably vulnerable to a fault and I'm trying to figure that out. Like, because like, I'm just extremely affectionate and mushy. And so people are always just like, you know, you do so much. And I'm like, yeah, I do so much. But if I have a special person, I'll do so much with that person too. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's, it's to the point to like, I'll just like, I'm a giver, like I'm a giver. And so if you like, if we're in a happy space, it's like, I have no problems doing what you want to do or doing what I want to do in order to like, for us to be happy or exist. And so if that just means sitting in the living room, watching movies, I'm totally fine with that. Like I'm that person or I like long, I like long car rides, just listening to music, um, especially at night. Like it's just great or anything by water. Like I like looking at water, being near the water. Like it's just very peaceful for me. And then like, I like to travel experiences so I want to go like I'm super random so I've just like literally told my friend last week that I want to go to Niagara Falls and so I started like looking up stuff I'm like you know it's only 300,000 300 miles away but like oh, right right it's around the corner I should be able to go and so he was like okay and then like three days later I was like you know yeah you know I'm gonna go to Philly for the day like <laughs> it's two hours away like you know and I, and I got up and I was like okay and I was like you know should I stay the night for a couple of days? Because, you know, clearly I don't have anything else to do. And I was like, let me get on Airbnb. And then the rooms were like $50. I was like, oh, and they got sanitized. It's sanitized. They got all the stuff I need. Like, um, So, yeah. And so I'm one of those people who wants to like run away with my significant other, like all the time. It's like, I want to be places. I want to have experiences or I can just, but it's sometimes it gets scary because I can get so lost in it that I'll have days where it's like, Crystal, you have work to do. Like, oh, you have stuff that you actually need to be doing right now. And then I'll make an excuse, like, you bring your computer and I'll bring my computer. And then right. we can just work together. Like, right, right, right. This is how we're going to get around that. Yeah, and then it's so interesting because when you get into, like, dating and serious relationships, you, you start thinking about personal space. And I was one of those people who was like, what do you need personal space for? Like, I didn't. And so I had to think about it for myself. Like, you actually need personal space, too. But you never acknowledged that because you didn't really do any self-care. And so now, like, I couldn't imagine, like, 
dating someone and not being able to do this like 6 a.m. ritual that I got going on. Like, if I can't can't get up and journal, I don't know how that's going to work. Like, you know, but I would like in the past, I would just sacrifice that. Like, it's okay. I can wake up with my person and we can go out to eat. Like, I'm happy for the day. (laughs) But then, yeah, it wasn't until recently the guy that I was dating now, he's like, you know, he's very, I need my space. You know, I like, he's a creative. So it's like, no, I want to go do this. I want to write. I want to do music. I want to do that. Like, I want to exercise by myself. I don't want to exercise with you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay. That's okay. It used to hurt my feelings, but now I'm like, okay. Like, you know, exercise by himself. He likes to go on bike rides. He likes to do these things by himself. And he's like, I had to acknowledge the fact that he's so much like a a free spirit like me. Like I can go places by myself and meet people. He'll go to the bar and I can call him. He's like, oh, I'm at the bar. I'm like, why you didn't invite me? And he's like, I wanted to be by myself. (laughs) Okay. And so I think like dating him showed me like self-care too for myself, like what that should look like because he he prioritized it for himself. Right. Like I said, I could just get lost in the sauce and there's no, there's no boundaries. That's what I'm learning. Boundaries, girl. I knew nothing about boundaries until last week. Like, listen, last week when I started seeking therapy, I was like, you know, they ask you like, what do you want to come see me about? And I'm like, anxiety, learning how to set boundaries, relationships. Oh, at least you knew. Yes. At least you knew. (laughs) Those are the things I was like, I don't know how I need to learn how to set boundaries. Like I kept doing all this research on it, like for the last couple of days, because I'm like, what does that really look like? Yeah. And so then when I'm thinking about dating experiences, dating him, I'm like, that's like selling, that's setting boundaries. That is definitely, yep. That's a type of setting boundaries. But I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 And that like, it protects it's like self-preservation. And I have to use that word like carefully because I feel like sometimes that could be used negatively um, to like, you know, towards neglecting others, right? right? But I mean that more in the sense of like those boundaries are needed in order for you to survive. Right. That's bare minimum. And then we don't, we're not out here just to survive. Like we're out here to grow and to be able to feed others. So if we can't even have those things in place for us to survive, we definitely won't have enough to feed others or ourselves grow none of that all of that's canceled like (laughs) I don't know like I said I'm still figuring it out but I'm Mm -hmm. starting to see like like just going back to the self-care what does it look like for yourself that it Mm -hmm. has to look like that in your relationship too Mm -hmm. like you can't like you just can't sacrifice the things that you are already doing for yourself Mm -hmm. make sure that you are good before making sure everybody else around you is good because yeah. I, I, I fell into the trap of sacrificing my happiness. I was always the woman who'd be like, you know, as long as, you know, he's happy, she's happy, I'm happy. Like, it's it's okay. Like, like I would be okay with that. Like, it could be, I remember when I was dating somebody and it was horrible and I did everything he wanted to do. He was never interested in anything that I wanted to do. But I just was so lost in just being around him and in his presence and in his time that it was like, oh, I really don't want to do that, but I'll do it because that's what he wants to do. And I'm like, I can't be that girl again. <laughs> Yeah, when you're like, in it, it does not look like that. When you're out of it, you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, like, <laughs> what was I doing? Like, you were, he was extremely selfish. Like, Crystal, like, you were just giving so much of yourself to somebody who was giving nothing to you. Right, right. Like, nothing. And so now it's like balance. I see that. I recognize that. <laughs> yeah. Did you, in that, did you struggle with, a like, did you struggle then with someone that wasn't selfish that wanted to also do for you like how you do for them yes um i'm learning how to i'm trying to learn how to accept that 
um, from people because I look, used to look at it like you're clingy. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't have anything else to do. Like, you don't have anything else to do with your time. Like, I don't want to spend time right now. <laughs> and so, but you know what? That's a catch-20 room. Because it's a catch-20 too, because it's like, I had to ask myself, well, do you even really like this person? Because I told you I'm a clingy person. So right. why would I meet another clingy person? I'm turned off. Like, you know, and so I had to ask myself, is it because of it's of who this person is? Because mm-hmm. it's, that's totally different. And I had, and I think that was what my problem was. That was what it was. I can deal with a clingy person and I can deal with a person who wants to pour into me and do all of those type of things. If I actually really like that person, mm-hmm. like you have to really ask yourself that, like, do you really like this person that you're dating? Like, I see. Because, I see. Yeah. Because if you really like that person and like I said, I'm clingy, I want to spend all my time with you. I want right. you to be a giver. I want to give to you. I want that exchange. But right. when it's coming from somebody that you, you, you didn't think about it like that, because they might have like, you might, you know, they might look good. You might feel good when you're around them right. in certain moments, but it's kind of like, but do you enjoy everything mm. like about that person in that moment? Or do right. you just enjoy like certain pieces of that person? Right. Because right. I, I don't think you can, like, I don't think you can truly say you really want to be in like deal with that person and really love and enjoy that person sometimes if, things they do irritate you, but those are the same things that you really want to do. <laughs> like, you're like, well, Crystal, like I so said, you're, you're dating a guy who wants to spend time with you and wants to hang out and makes plans and you don't like him. Like, and I'm just like, I had to think about it later. Like, you can do all those things, but if you're not my person, you're not my person. Like, like maybe I don't want those things from you. Like, <laughs> it's like, I have no problems now recognizing that. Because people will often tell you, like, you know, when you're dating, they'll point out those qualities on people and they're like, but that's what you wanted. That's what you asked for. And then it's just like, but I don't have to fall into dating that person. It's just something I know what I feel. It's something Mm -hmm. there that I just don't like. And I just Mm -hmm. don't want it from that person. Right. Right. (laughs) So some people will kind of look at it like, you know, self-sabotaging, blocking Mm -hmm. your blessings or being traumatized and hurt and not dealing with your pain. And I don't really think it's all of that. Like, I don't think it's that deep. It's deep, but it's not that deep. In some situations, maybe it is. Right. Don't know how to let people love you. Like, cause right. you're just not used to it. That could be, right. that could very much so be a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it could be a thing. And then like, you know, but when you meet your person, you learn to be vulnerable again. Like that's mm-hmm. your person. They teach you, they're patient. Like, and you Bro. start to open up and everything that you want, you get because that's your person. Right. You know, it's just layers. Like you just right. gotta, it's just the layers because I totally get, you know, not being accepting to love if you're just not used to it or knowing how to, you know, be loved properly. I totally get that. What it looks like. Yeah. But that don't mean just because he wants to love me this way that it's his loving that I need. (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. It's like, it's it's still discernment too in relationships. I was exactly. It's still discernment because you can be the nicest person and you can still just not be mine. And on like the flip side of that, in terms of discernment, like a lot of like, so opposite of that, right? Like I, I think love looked a little different for me. Like it looked, well, one, I I know abuse was in there, right? Like that was a normal part of the cycle in my family, et cetera. So I ended up in a situation like that as well, that those abusive traits were normal. Right. And I had to recognize that those are not even once I recognize finally like this, I don't want this anymore. It's still like, okay, well, what does the opposite look like? Right. Like, right. <laughs> I have this idea. And it's so easy to go back to what you know because it's comfortable. 
And right. so I, I hate when people are like, when people chastise people who have been abused that go back to their, their offenders or things like that. And I'm just like, it's a, y'all don't get the cycle. It's not that yeah, easy. Like, yeah. It's a process. It's even like the same thing, um, unfortunately, where some women who've been in relationships and they've been raped by their partner. Right. Right. And people don't want to acknowledge the fact that they were, it really happened. You know, you were really right. raped, whether we were in a relationship or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then later, if that the person decides to continue the relationship and go back to that person, they're like, well, why would you do that? Like, he raped you. Like, it's yeah. so much deeper. Like, it is. It's it is. So complex. It's super complex. It is, yeah. But I, I will say, like, so, like, in terms of, like, how things looked and all of that, it was a lot of, I think, like, maybe more surface things, right? Like, I'm driven um, on paper, right? On paper, they look great. They're right. charming. They're able to present themselves as a, in a certain way that is appealing uh-huh. to me and most, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas then it became... The resume people. Say it again. Resume people. Yes. Yes. So mom used to be like, my mom used to say, like, her mother used to be like, you need to get you a resume, man. And I'm like, what? What? Yeah. What? Put it on paper. <laughs> hey, man. A resume, man. <laughs> yeah. Very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Too familiar. But mm-hmm. yeah. So like, in terms of like discernment for like, on the flip side of that, for me, it was more of like, okay, like, like every day, just like being in that moment and not thinking, not trying to put it all together. Okay, well, does this line up with this? Does this line up with this? Well, I don't know because he's not doing this and that usually means this. When really like what what I said, I, what I know I need, mm-hmm. it was providing those things. He's in my life for a reason and for a purpose. And so it was for right. me not trying to talk myself out of being present and being there and changing your perspective. But we battle with that like a lot. And so I made a post the other day and it was like, you know, stop creating, um, stop creating things and these ideas or thoughts in your head that are not really your reality. Like, you know, kind of like just get out of your head, like control yes. your thoughts and change your perspective. Yes. And I think we all fall victims of that in different areas of life. Like, you know, and so in your situation, you could be very much so in your head because he could be your person. Yes. Like, right. Well, I mean, at this point, it's like, it's insane the amount of, and I, pers- my person or not is so long-term, right? I don't even know. Like at this point, yeah. I'm like, I get it, God. Like day at a time, moment at a time. Yes. <laughs> In this, in this day, in this moment, it's undoubtedly true. Right. right? Like right. being able to provide things that no one has been able to provide in a way that nobody's been able to provide that. And especially if you were that in tune with yourself to know yes. that you were able to know what you say that you was to say that you knew what you needed. And then when it showed up, how that you didn't accept it, like how to accept that. Yeah, and so it's constantly a conversation with the Holy Spirit and God. Yeah, that's that, that, see, that, see, like that's kind of different from what we were just talking about. But I get that, like, like that the is, flip. Yes, that's a yeah. Thing. Like um, yeah. that is definitely a thing because it's the self sabotage sometimes, or like, yeah. or it goes back to the insecurity of like, and you got to dig deep. Like, why do I feel like I'm not deserving of this? And, you know, and I asked for this. We just said that too, but you know, right. I, I asked for this. So why do I feel like I'm not deserving of this? Like, it's here. Like, so why, why can I accept it? Yeah. Like what mental block do I have? That's making me be like, it's giving me anxiety behind it. <laughs> I would get high anxiety in those types of situations. Like, mm-hmm. and it just be like, it's in your face. Like, why are you so like, why do you have anxiety? It's mm-hmm. okay. Like just let go and be in the moment. And I was not a be in the moment type person. Same. Like I'm super <laughs> analytical. So I want to know everything. The reason I need the reasons behind it. The why's like, I need all of that. And so, 
but sometimes it's just not necessary. Like, right. Not necessary. And all of that is like, oh, it, it's all, it all still goes back to like self-care, that self-care yeah. part, you know? Yourself. Yes. Yes. I feel like it's, it's a battle, but it's worth it. Like looking yourself in the mirror, being honest with yourself, like, you know, even if you did like make a list about the things that you want, whether it's the guy or the girl or the qualities or the traits or anything or your career, like yep, yourself you have to be honest with yourself. Like what makes me happy? What do I want to do? What right. type of person, what characteristics does this person have that I want to be with? Like you just have to be honest with yourself and yes. say no to everything that don't look like that. Right. right. <laughs> all aspects of your life, like within yourself, outside of yourself, all that. Yeah, because I know some people hate lists and they say, don't make a list. Like, don't say you want this type of person to make this like crazy type of list. But there are certain traits, morals, values, things that you don't deviate from. It's mm. like, we can compromise on this, but we ain't compromising on that. Mm. And you know those right. things, like, you know right. those things. And I think those are what you should look for. Right. It's right. like, these, like, we can compromise on food. Like, it was supposed to, like, we can compromise on food. We can compromise on TV shows. Right. We're not about to compromise on my morals and my values. <laughs> like, right. not happen, period. Like, not happen. <laughs> to recognize those things. Like, yes. yeah, nah, this ain't it. <laughs> not being afraid of, like, the same thing, like, when it comes to, say, like, I, okay, let's, let's go back to the example of your interaction with women, right? Mm-hmm. Like saying like, I, this is, this is what I'm being called to do. This is what I want for myself. This is what I feel like I don't have. This is what I want. Like calling it, being honest about that, even when it makes you uncomfortable. Like this doesn't make sense, but this is what I want. If I'm being real, if nobody's watching and looking. Yes, I secretly think about this. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's important to do it in those Sometimes yep. too with friends, like you said, all of those areas. Yeah, you, um, yeah, because you secretly, like you secretly behind closed doors when you're just with yourself, you know what it is and what you desire and what you want. And so it's like, be honest, like just be honest with yourself. Yeah. And, and then like, I guess I'm getting really good at just putting myself in uncomfortable situations. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it was crazy because I, but I asked God to stretch me in that way. Like to put me like, even in rooms with people that I know, like, like, I had to tell myself that I do belong here because Mm -hmm. it's uncomfortable. Like sometimes, like even with like going to like life things with Laquita Danielle, we'll be right back after this commercial break. Paint and Poetic Pros is live now. Paint and Poetic Pros is live. Paint and Poetic Pros is live. (sighs) Okay, so to be fair, to be fair, we've always been live. We've always offered live sessions and y'all have been booking them. However, we are now also offering in-person live sessions. We have certain parameters put in place that are outlined on our website to ensure that both you and we are kept safe. We are available to see y'all in person. Also, we got some new stuff. It's new things popping, new things popping, new things popping. A new things popping eight. So number one, another new thing that we have on the website and that we now have available at Paint Poetic Pros are paint and poetry sets that you can do on your own, on your own time. You do not have to be a part of a session, a scheduled session. You can simply order a box, have it shipped to your home. It is not live, it is pre-recorded. And that way you have the flexibility to do, do it whenever it works out for you. Number two, and 
you can now subscribe to Pain Poetic Prose. If you subscribe, you receive a discounted rate. You receive free shipping. Every box is different. Every poetry piece is different. Every paint instruction is different. We've also started adding various Black-owned self-care products to our boxes. Did you know that? Did you know that? Well, now you know that. And you can sign up to receive either a box a month or you can choose to receive it seasonally. That's four times a year. You can also choose to receive it every other month. So that would be for six months out of the year. All of that information is available on paintandpoeticpros.com. The link is in the description of this podcast. Now, if you don't know, if you don't know what Paint and Poetic Pros is by now, I will go ahead and give you a little brief introduction, followed by some road views and this moment right now wherever you are pull over take a moment write it down put into your safari or your google chrome browser paint and poetic we're also on the instagram at paint and poetic prose yeah amongst all of the unfortunate times that we're experiencing in this country and in the world right now me and my best friend decided to come together and join forces under paint and poetic prose paint and prose isn't that like a paint and sip yeah the better paint and poetic prose is the virtual something different that you've been looking for we bring a open mic like experience and a paint and sip like experience we bring them together and we bring them online so that you can choose to either join a general class and meet new people a private session with just you and your closest friends and or family locally or around the country and we are now offering an person sessions again. All attendees will receive personalized packages delivered directly to their door and or whatever the address it is that they provide. If you are hosting your own birthday event, you no longer have to worry about party favors, entertainment, any sort of cleanup. Nope. Just bring your own cake. We're the entertainment. We're there to interact with your guests. And also with their personalized packages, it's like they're receiving a favor from you directly. We also do other holidays, work events. If you are missing happy hour with your coworkers and friends, this is the place to book something different. On Zoom, we all meet in the same room and have an experience, a virtual, unique, relaxing, calming, and authentic, most importantly, an authentic experience together. Janelle Jordan, the professional visual artist, truly one of the most talented and beautiful artists I know, will walk you through very a very unique art piece that's simple enough for people like me, the non-visual artist, to grasp, but also leave with feeling like we made something that's unique and special to us because she teaches you how to kind of add your own flair to it. We're painting on wood, we're painting with alcohol, and I have the pleasure of delivering the correlated poetic pieces while also moderating the associated discussions. The poetry pieces are relatable on a somewhat universal level, but they're deep. They give you all the feels. They'll feed the mind, feed the soul, and if you allow them to, they will feed the conversations if you just open up a little bit. And people always do. They always do. So originally, we were only working with four themes. We now have 12 themes available. We're dealing with leather, lace, and ruffles, water, air, you name it. If 
you're a zodiac lover this is right up your alley all right it's your turn go to the website right now open up a new tab open up safari google chrome wherever you are stop what you're doing go to www.paintandpoeticprose.com explore the options available if you do not see a date and time that works well for you hit us up send us a message but go to it right now here are some of the things that previous attendees had to say about their own experience I was a little bit kind of um, intimidated in the beginning because I don't know anyone in the group, but I really felt, of course, I felt really welcomed and it was a very um, warm group of women. Um, sometimes it's really hard, um, you know, if, if you don't know people, but that's that's really great. So I think that the format of just being, um, you know, by yourself participating is also such a great idea. And I'm not sure if you're just limiting this to women, um, McQueen and Janelle, but I thought that this particular format is really um, very, uh, I don't know, it's, it's very powerful to me because I think that while everyone's struggling, um, I think that we have unique um, struggles as women. So um, I really appreciate this. So thanks for inviting me. Just getting this little snippet, I'm like, I want more. <laughs> this is yeah, definitely something to look forward to. Um, yeah, for today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, this has been a great experience, just because I'm a girls' girl. I love meeting amazing women that are unapologetically themselves, and they like to share and be vulnerable and be strong and be funny and be um, emotional all at the same time. I know that that as women, as wives, as sisters, as friends, as mothers, as business women, so many times we forget to uh, take a moment for ourselves. So I wanna thank each of you for taking those moments this evening to share that time with us because we spread ourselves so thin many times. And to have the opportunity to just relate to other women in a really spiritual and artistic and calming. I mean, every time you read a poem, I closed my eyes and I just heard it. I didn't look at anything. I just was listening to it. Mm-hmm. And every time Janelle painted something, I was buying it. So it's like this really interesting juxtaposition between all of the senses mm. of listening to something and taking it in without seeing anything, creating your own photograph in your mind, and then opening your eyes and creating something that's actual tangible art. I think you guys are onto something that people are going to need more and more. Please, please, please. Um, thank you so much, um, everyone, for your um, stories, for sharing your time, your energy has just been good vibes this evening. I hope we can grow this community and make it amazing because I think it's really important. We are all trying to get it together, honey. We are all trying to get it together. Yes. <laughs> we are doing the best we can. <laughs> The website again is www.paintandpoeticprose.com. We can't wait to meet you. We are headed back into our discussion with Miss Carter Sade. 
dealing with people like I was getting like in my corporate job, I was doing good. So I was dealing with a lot of like high profile people and I was getting invited to stuff that I just didn't think I was supposed to get invited to. And it was just like when I started going, you know, they are like super fancy. They can tell you what type of wines, like all these different things. And I used to be like, I don't know. I don't even know anything about like where the fork goes, where the spoon goes, where the knife goes, like where are things like that. And so just putting yourself in that situation and getting uncomfortable. And I remember telling one of my good girlfriends um, who's from Northern Virginia and she laughs all the time. And she tells people like, when I first met Crystal, Crystal didn't like me. <laughs> true. And she's like, no, it's true. You told me like, you, you act bougie. <laughs> you like you just think you're too much like I don't like it I don't like your energy <laughs> and she said and now like we're like she tells people that all the time and she's like you know she thought I was this Nova girl who was like stuck up or whatever and she was like and now look at her when I moved to Alexandria she's like look at her she lit she's living in Nova like <laughs> and she's like <laughs> she's living in Nova like the heart of it <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm like you know that's true but even like with her like in that friendship that friendship stretched me because because she was exposed to other opportunities she exposed me and mm-hmm. so I would tell my mom like oh today we went to a winery or you know today we went to this thing we've done these things and I'm just like it just was nothing that I was used to mm-hmm. and I was super uncomfortable but I, I appreciate that friend because she made me start to feel comfortable so that way when I did go into certain rooms I could feel like I was I was okay like I could pick out at least one wine or two wines and know, mm-hmm. know a little something mm-hmm. but you know and it, I think you need like you need friends like that too that recognize those inadequacies in you and that things that make you uncomfortable so you can learn how to be like to feel safe and feel like I belong here, you know? Yes, those safe spaces that allow you to explore that, to be stretched. That's be stretched. very cool. And I was asking God, like, I used to ask God all the time, like, in my prayers, like, make me, like, put me in an uncomfortable situation so that I can grow, like, all the time. And when I started, like, praying those prayers, it was happening. And at some point, I wanted to run away. Like, no. right? why am I here? <laughs> like, no, like, I wanted to run away. Like, I, like, where I am now in terms of like building a brand, I think timing is perfect and the timing it's playing out like it was supposed to, but sometimes I can't help but to think that I could have been a lot further if I believed in myself. And if I didn't run from opportunities when they were presented to me, because even when something as simple as this, when people would ask to speak to me and I'd be like, yeah, I'll talk to you. And then I would push it out. It's like, oh, no, not going to talk. So that's why I was like, when, when I was late, I was like, no, we're going to do this. Like, I'll be there to make the clock because I would do like, I would shy away from the opportunity and talk myself out of doing it. I and see. so like, I would be the one who, um, people would hate to communicate with, like, don't follow up, don't email back, don't do things like that. And it's always because I just didn't feel good enough. Like, it was just like, why do you want to talk to me? Or like, why do you want to offer me that job? Like what, mm-hmm. like all the stupid stuff that I was doing to myself. And so now I just be thinking like, girl, you could have been a lot further if you were more confident in yourself, if you believed in yourself a little bit more, but he wasn't, he had a plan. Because and not with as much experience and stories yeah. that other people can relate more to, because I think more people are in a position of not having the confidence, right? Yes. So yeah. now you'll make those strides with more that can help more. <laughs> and that's how I try to view it. And I'm like, you know what? The time is the timing is perfect. Like, and you know, God, he gives you your time back anyway, when it mm-hmm. comes to opportunities and mm-hmm. people say that he doesn't, I'm like, yes, he does. Like if it's something that's truly for you, even if you're get lost in the wilderness for thousands of years, whatever Bible story that was, but you know, like eventually it came back. Like you finally got there. Like you just choose whether or not you want to take the long route and listen. I mean, the, I mean the long route and not listen or take the short route and listen the first time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, you know, and so, but ultimately still what's for you is going to happen. It's going to manifest. It's going to play out. And so when I think about my brand and my life and how it's playing out, opportunities that I thought I lost are coming back. 
Mm. And it's like, I just wasn't ready for them when Mm. they were here in the beginning. And I had to see that and I had to pray on it and they're coming back. Like those things are coming back. And now I don't take them for granted. Mm. Now I'm just like, okay, I don't question it when people say, Hey, you know, we want you to speak at this event or we want you to host this, or we want you to do that. And like, it can be something I ain't got no, like no, no knowledge of, but I'll go Mm. research it. And I'm just like, (laughs) okay, like, I'm just going to say yes, because you thought of me. like. For a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me more about, in terms of hosting, um, Carter's Table Talks, Mm -hmm. um, all of that. We talked about hitting new friends, engagement, speaking engagement workshops. Yeah. Tell me about that. So like I... um, I'm I'm still figuring out my place now, again, in a new world, because... Uh Um, another young lady asked me, like, how do you tie the two? Like, how do you tie the Carter Sade brand and then Hey New Friends? Like, uh-huh. how do you, like, you know, separate the thing? How do you separate them? And I'm like, well, I don't because I feel like you are your brand, right? And so mm-hmm. Hey New Friends is under Carter Sade. It's just another entity that's under things that, you know, that I'm doing. Right. And so I have realized now that I want to, like, media, like, media has been my thing and I've kind of shied away from it forever. So even with journaling and blogging, it was a voice for me, but I didn't want to use my voice. Mm-hmm. I like, I didn't want to speak out loud. Remember how we were talking about me praying and I wouldn't, I like, I didn't want to hear that. myself. Yeah, <laughs> like I didn't want to hear myself. And like, even with videos, when I started doing like encouraging messages on Instagram, I would not go back and listen to them because I hated hearing my voice. Mm-hmm. And so I had to get comfortable with that. And now that I'm at that place, it seems like like so many opportunities come from it. And But what I do ultimately feel like I'm called to do is like to literally give exposure to other people. And so people always say that, you know, your favor isn't for you, right? Like, not for you. And I thought about that and I'm like, you know, people come to me for like resources, opportunities, like connections, like things like that. And so because of that, I built a, a really like big network and I'm starting to build that and I use my resources to help other people. Mm-hmm. And so it was very interesting because even with like, you know how you have a podcast with table talks, um, I was being presented with people who are like, you know, you should start talking to people like this or people like that, you know, people with this amount of followers, people with that. And I, I had to talk to God about that thing because I said, when I made Carter's Table Talks, the goal was to give exposure to aspiring entrepreneurs, curators, creatives who don't have the market yet and need to be like, you know, need to be shown and showcased. I'll get like, and so people would tell me like, but you have access to this person. You should have that. And I'm just like, but that's not who my platform is for. Like my platform is for the underdog. Like, you know, like I'm always rooting for the underdog. And it just like, like even with the lady who was on the show last, it just warms my heart when they like come onto the show and we have these conversations and then they're like, you know, oh my God, thank you. I got 20 people from this, or I just got 20 new followers or anything like that. And I'm just like, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Like that, that's, that's when I'm the most fulfilled. I like recently redid my resume and I've like made it to like a media correspondent, like a media personality and things like that because, but then I was struggling with like, you know, finding my fit. And I'm like, so am I supposed to be in like entertainment on the radio? And then I thought about it and I was like, you know, I don't really think like, I'm like, God, how are you going to use my voice in this way? Because I feel like I'm supposed to be at the BET Awards. I'm supposed to be on the red carpets, but not in the way that I see people doing it traditionally. I see. And so I'm like, I, I like to focus on businesses and networking and things like that. And I was like, but it's still very much so a part of the culture. Mm. It's not like, it might not just be like artists, like all the time. And so, so sometimes I do talk to artists, but it's because I want to know their story and like different things like that. Mm. But um, that was my struggle. So I was like, if I'm going to label myself as a media personality, do I have to be invested in topics that are trending? Do I have to be invested in like, you know, 
things that I just don't care about. And though I can have trending topics with businesses and resources and finances or whatever it is to help somebody else excel in their purpose. That's what I feel I'm called to do. Something that I feel like I'm really like making an impact. And that's my whole thing. Like I want to know that the work that I'm doing is my, not necessarily monumental, but it's life changing. Like mm-hmm. I'm doing real work. Yeah. So I don't want to just do something just to be like, oh, hey, like, you know, I was on, the, I talked to this person. Like, you right. know, like, yeah, like, what was it for? Like, whose life changed because I had that conversation with that person? What does a fruit look like? Exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. So now when I, that was a struggle for me in the beginning, but now I'm just so comfortable with like, I'm comfortable with my lane. Like I know who I know who I am. I know what I'm called to do. And like, I'm looking forward to seeing like Carter's Table Talks grow. And then I just always know that the people that I bring on the show, it's going to be like when they blow up, they're always going to have their interview with me first. Like, yes, <laughs> yes. And I'm just so okay with that. That's beautiful. How can we access Carter's Table Talks? So I have um, a YouTube page. So my YouTube okay. page is still Carter Shade. So C-A-R-T-R-S-A-D-E. But all the links are on my Instagram too. But okay. my, and my website as well. So www.cartershade.com. Mm-hmm. You can find everything there. I'm trying to figure out like how, if I'm going to stick with YouTube or if mm-hmm. I'm going to solely have Instagram as a platform. My page, is, I guess it'll just be ever changing, but you can find, you can still find all those things on the website. Like, cool. Always yeah. on the website. Always on the website. Okay. Because now that I've been doing live every inter- interviews every Tuesday at seven, okay. that's been different. Um, so my interviews on Instagram are like live at, on Tuesdays at seven, but I'm trying to figure out, am I going to keep that going? Because people love it. Like they love it. They tune in, they love it. But I get mad because I don't have, you can't save the video from Instagram and upload it to YouTube. So just trying to be visible. So I'm, I try to be super like, you know, resourceful. And I try to like, I think I'm going to continue the live interviews for a little bit longer than I actually wanted to because (laughs) it's just giving me more exposure and it works right now. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, God, we'll figure the rest out, but we're going to run with this right now because it can get me engagement. So yeah, there's Carter's Table Talks. And then of course I do like the event hosting and things of that nature. I uh, I actually curate events too. My best friend does most of that for me though. Like I come up with the ideas and she's able to put it together. Like one time I was like, let's do speed dating. And she was like, what? I'm like, yeah, I want to do a speed dating event. And so she was just like, okay. And like, so I told her like, um, I wanted to do it. And she designed like the speed dating cards and all of that. And then we got there, like everything was set. And I was like, see, and it turned out great. And it was, <laughs> I called it the, um, cause you know, it's like cuffing season. So it was called the last cuff of the season. And oh. <laughs> so fun. Like it was so fun, so engaging, but I wouldn't have been able to do it without her because she bought like the little stuff that made it personal. Like the last cup of the season designs, like all these things I'm like, Thank you. <laughs> Makes it memorable. That's beautiful. Yeah. And so like, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I just bought a house. So now that I just bought a house, I'm like, I think I went to real estate school to learn to trade, to learn how to be an investor. The advocate overall, like with my platform or just using your multiple gifts. Like you don't have to be in a box. You don't bring yourself in a box. So like when you go to my website immediately, it'll say like, I'm the girl who believes that we're given multiple gifts and we're supposed to use them all. Yeah. And so when a lot of people ask me like, what is it that you do? And I'm like, depending on the day, <laughs> of the week or the moment, Oh, okay. I can tell you. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think I had to become comfortable with that because we are right. so to put titles on things. Yes. So if People you, can make you feel uncomfortable about that. Yes. And so, Pick one. yeah. So if you don't have like Instagram does that now and like it makes, it drives me insane because it's like, okay, like if I do 500 things, how many things am I supposed to put in my, in my bio? Like, and what title am I supposed to go by? And it's like, oh, like how, how do, how are people going to introduce me? Like, I hate that. Like it drives me insane. Like, it drives me insane because people need titles. And I'm like, why? Like, 
why you can't put me in a box like yes. oh, I could be a realtor this day I could be an investor the next I could be you know a talk show host this day like you can't just put me in a box yeah, <laughs> yeah. so just I'm figuring that out too yeah <laughs> you have it sounds like you have it figured out and you're also figuring it out at the same time right <laughs> <laughs> day, by day, day by day and I don't even beat myself up about it anymore I appreciate you so much for doing this this was so much fun I'm it was have- and I like these type of conversations so thank you for having me oh you're welcome I um I want to attend a hey new friends something in the future yeah uh, I want to ask questions about things that you're doing separate from this I'm just okay. and ways that I can join or help or whatever. That'd be great. I would appreciate yeah. that. And we would love to have you. I think you would actually enjoy some of the women. Mm, yeah, no, I'm sure I would. <laughs> Just in the way that you you are and the way you've described everything. Yeah, we will make sure that happens. Cool. <laughs> well, um, Thank you to Miss Carter Sade in joining me on the Life Things podcast with Maquita Danielle. And in the meantime, check out her Hey New Friends Instagram account and all the wonderful things that she's doing with that to bring women together. Life Things with Maquita Danielle was the podcast was actually listed as a top. Let me pull up the exact title so I don't mess it up. (laughs) All right. Top 10 single mom podcasts you must follow in 2020. So share with your friends. I'm just saying. And that's on a feed spot. I'll put a link in the description as well. Thank you, feed spot. Because when it's real and when it's authentic and when you're happy with what you're putting out there and it's rooted in your purpose, it's bound to connect with those that need to connect with it. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to create and connect with you. This is Life Things with Maquita Danielle of Polish Pistol. You can follow me on social media at Maquita Danielle. That's on Instagram, Facebook, etc. You can follow future blog posts and check out the old blog post on polishpistol.com. And I'll see you on the next episode. Episode, episode. Bye.